everyone welcome back in the previous episode we talked about how a positive attitude can sail you through pregnancy our own attitude positive state of mind and a healthy lifestyle plays a big role in this episode we are going to talk about something interesting something that we all might have faced during our pregnancy but before we start discussing all about that let me introduce myself to all of you who are joining me for the first time i'm alpana dev i'm a author a blogger at mothersgurukul.com and a mother of two lovely kids who are my greatest source of inspiration for all my parenting posts talks and now podcast welcome to mothers gurukul podcast when you were expecting there must be many such moments when you wanted people to just stop asking you a few questions questions that you don't want people to ask you or matters you don't want them to discuss with you it is true that we learn from others experiences but if these experiences are not helping us then what is the use we want others to stop giving unnecessary advices you wanted others to let you live your own life and enjoy the pregnancy on your own terms but you can't stop them they ask what they want to ask you can't help it but an expectant woman gets affected from those unnecessary questions to a great extent changing emotions are for many women one of the most common side effects during pregnancy it can be frustrating and exhausting to shift from one emotion to another and be unable to explain what emotions you are feeling and why while starting a family is exciting and filled with lot of joy as parenting progresses you might be concerned about the changes it will bring pregnant women may find themselves concerned with the future finances housing support system employment and medical care this stress can cause emotions to rise and distract from self care that may help better manage these emotions she wants to enjoy this journey but the questions bother her even if she wants to say positive all the time as we have talked about in the previous episode but such questions affect her a lot during this stage when she is going to start a new chapter let us not disturb her with unwanted question rather join her wholeheartedly and support her time passes by then we become moms we meet other moms and we start asking the same questions we are not doing it intentionally but the way they can't help themselves while asking us their questions now we start doing the same things but ideally we should be careful while talking to any pregnant woman we should not forget that we have also gone through this phase and what questions have bothered us pregnancy is a beautiful and a special journey knowing the fact that you are nurturing another life inside you is such a divine feeling it is a very crucial and sensitive phase for every expectant mother but while going through this phase sometimes she faces few questions situations and occasions when she doesn't know what to say as it puts her into an uncomfortable state i haven't faced many such occasions but yes there were a few so let's see the things you should never say to a pregnant woman and that's the topic of today's podcast first thing is never say that you look tired seriously is it really required that is a totally unwanted question 
Now just imagine that there is another life growing inside her and how can you expect her to look active as she used to be in her pre-pregnancy state all the time? And even if she looks tired, there is no need to mention that. There is no need to make her realize that she is low on her energy level. In continuation to this is, you look pale. Pregnancy is not an easy journey, we all know that. It gets tiring many times, especially towards the end. There are a lot of hormonal changes that her body goes through. Sometimes there is weight gain that is not in her control, swelling on her feet, fingers and face. She herself doesn't feel like a beauty queen. She herself is trying to adjust with this new look. And during this time, if people comment on her looks, don't you think that that is unreasonable? So don't make her feel that she has lots lost the charm and glow. Instead, pregnancy brings a beautiful glow on her face. Make her realize that she looks beautiful and stunning. Next to this is, you haven't gained a lot of weight. Is the baby doing okay? I have faced this question a couple of times. And every time my answer used to be, yes, my doctor is fine with my weight. I agree, weight plays a major role during pregnancy. But when the doctor is fine with that, then what is the need for others to check the weight? Even if you know that everything is fine, but still when people ask such questions, every mom-to-be becomes concerned. The situation gets even worse when she is a first-time mom. She is already scared, confused and nervous. On top of this, others think on her behalf. Giving her a picture of how her life is going to change. She knows that very well. And to extend this point, then if she is a second-time mom, people have few extra words to say. If it is a boy, then you will be on your toes all the time. They are very naughty. Life is different when you have a boy. Girls are easy to handle. Come on, let her figure it out on her own. Not all kids are the same. Upbringing, parenting style matters too. Comparing your pregnancy or labor with hers. Every pregnancy is different. So is the labor. It is okay to share your experience, but only when asked. Don't scare her if you had a difficult one. Why didn't you find out the gender? In few countries, it is legal to find gender of the baby, but few parents opt to keep it a surprise. Totally understandable. The main reason behind finding the gender is it helps in deciding name or decorating the baby's nursery and doing shopping. It's their baby, right? And it should be their decision to decide whether to ask or not. Why others have to worry about it if it is a girl or a boy? So these were the questions that I could think of one should never ask to a pregnant woman. The sole idea of anyone meeting any pregnant woman should be not to bombard her with unnecessary questions no, ma- no matter which, which trimester she's into. Let her enjoy her own journey. Be with her, but don't clutter her mind with anxiety. According to an article published at Association of Psychological Sciences, it says, As a fetus grows, it is constantly getting messages from its mother. It is not just hearing her heartbeat and whatever music she might play to her belly, it also gets chemical signals through the placenta. Having a depressed mother could lead to neurological problems and psychiatric disorders. Babies may be able to sense their mother's psychological state while in in the womb. The human fetus is an active participant in its own development and is collecting information from life after birth. It is preparing for life based on the messages the mom is providing. The emotional stress in a pregnant woman causes increase in stress hormones. These also have an impact on the prenatal environment, environment inside the uterus of the baby. The fetus has increased heart rate, 
if the mother develops high blood pressure due to stress blood circulation to the baby is compromised affecting its nutrition and growth in contrast experts suggest that positive thinking during pregnancy can shape the body heal internally and help nurture a more healthier baby positive maternal emotions in this time can set the stage for the baby to have a calm and happy disposition later in life while i was preparing for this episode i did some extended reading and i came across this information on getfitforbirth.com so these are some visual exercises in a place that is free of interruptions close your eyes and practice seeing feeling hearing and smelling and even tasting your own way into a relaxed feeling perhaps bringing attention towards your developing baby the key is to gently feel ease as you flow through this imagery imagine as many senses as you can immersing yourself in the feeling use the richness of your imagination and go on a daydream if other thoughts enter your mind patiently return to your happy self healthy baby or simply a place of ease similar to actors who develop emotions on cue practicing positive thoughts and feelings will branch neurons and wire parts of your brain to respond accordingly the more you practice the faster and better you will learn to retrieve those emotions an example of more in-depth guided imagery is imagine you are growing baby maybe she is 1 cm or maybe 10 cm visualize what a healthy child looks like sense what a healthy child feels like hear what a healthy child sounds like how does his heart pump blood how do her arms move how are his cells growing see your little one smile in the womb hear her laugh and feel her move in joyful motion there is no right or wrong let your 5 minute daydream flow however a healthy child may be imagined coming up next would be how to decode the clues and soothe the colic baby new parents and even the experienced ones sometimes get scared when the baby continues to cry for long hour and nothing is working to calm the baby down what could be some of the possible reasons for the colic state and what can be done to handle it all that will be discussed in the next episode so stay tuned until then stay happy stay blessed happy parenting Welcome back. This is the third episode of our series Parenting One Step at a Time. So far, we have discussed about positive attitude during pregnancy and things one should never say to a pregnant woman. Now, when you have a new addition to your family, your life is filled with joy, happiness, and along with that, many surprises. That makes you clueless. New baby comes with many such occasions that puts any parent into a big question mark state and sometimes scary too. One of such occasions or situations is colic baby. Well, every parent when start on this journey knows that there will be many questions, dilemmas, ups and downs. We read books, educate ourselves about what is waiting for us. books definitely give answers to many of our doubts and prepare us but no matter how much information we gather when we actually are in the situation all that reading somehow vanishes has it happened to you 
Before we dig deep into it, let me introduce myself for all the first time listeners. I'm Alpana Dev, I'm your host. I'm an author of A Girl in the New Town, a blogger at motherskirkle.com, freelance content creator, and a mother of two lovely kids who are my greatest source of inspiration for all my parenting articles, blogs, and now podcast. Welcome to Mother's Gurukul podcast. No matters how calm your baby is. There are many such moments when even a calmest baby gets fussy or cranky and we have no clues what's wrong. The biggest challenge with infants is they cannot express. They just cry to show their discomfort. Crying is their way of saying, "Mom, I need you." In this episode, I'm going to share what I have learned so far from my observation and being a mother of two kiddos about why a baby might cry and how to calm down a crying baby. So, let's decode the whales. Let's see why a baby might cry. They are crying because they are hungry or they have a solid diaper or they are sleepy or maybe they want you to hold them or they are bored. or they are teething during the first few months baby mostly communicates their discomfort through crying a few of these cryings like if they are crying because they are hungry or if they want you to hold them or when they are sleepy or bored these instances are normal but not all of them sometimes when they are in too much of discomfort they have no other way than crying hard to let the mommy know I'm not okay. So what can we do? Every new parent get these 5S in their exit hamper from the hospital. And these 5S are swaddling, like wrap your baby in a blanket so the baby feels secure. Second is side or stomach position. Hold your baby so so that as if he is lying on his side or stomach sushing create a white noise that drowns off other noises run the vacuum cleaner hair dryer or fan or clothes dryer swinging the fifth one is sucking along with these you can also look for clues now this is very important look for the signs if we pay close watch then we should be able to understand their body language and facial expressions for example if the baby is hungry then they usually stir or turn their head you will see them taking their hand to mouth if they are rubbing their eyes then they are sleepy don't try to entertain them that time If they do not allow you to touch their tummy then they are experiencing tummy ache. Now let's talk about this tummy ache little more because uh, when we talk about discomforts a baby experiences tummy ache is at the top of the list. So when you see signs like a uh, baby takes his or her feet close to the tummy or is not letting you touch the tummy or the tummy feels hard than normal or the baby seems in pain when you try to press it baby is not able to calm down despite your holding him or her when you see these signs all of these point towards that the baby is experiencing a tummy ache all right so your baby is still crying you tried everything feeding changing comforting but nothing is working maybe she needs something else now new parents are totally clueless when their baby is crying hard for hours it is actually a scary situation for them i usually start with home remedies if i figure out that my baby is experiencing a tummy ache now what i usually do is hold your baby and that is one of the most soothing feeling a baby is going to have this is the first thing every parent do 
nothing can go wrong with holding your baby close to your chest try different positions if one doesn't work this is one of the most effective treatments placing a lukewarm water bottle on your baby's tummy some babies like the feeling of the lukewarm water but make sure that the water is not too hot be very very careful and if you if you're not sure then just to be on the safer side wrap it in a towel music and certain sounds mommy's soothing voice can do wonders there are many soothing sounds available today that works great to calm down a crying baby breastfeeding mother can reduce the colic by feeding them while breastfeeding the baby is very close to his mom the smell of the mother's skin the warmth and the cozy feel of mother's arm can calm a baby down Sometimes what the mother is eating can also have connection with the baby's colic state. I remember when I was a new mom, I was not supposed to eat um products which will create gases and every mother has to be careful about it. If your baby is bottle fed, then make sure that he or she is not allergic to the ingredients. Sometimes formula is heavy to digest and many many babies find it hard to digest. So talk to the doctor about it. Don't forget to burp your baby. Burping is very very important. Sometimes excess gas can make the baby colic. So this was about handling the tummy ache part. Now not every time the colic state is because of the tummy ache it can sometimes be you know just normal maybe we we just have to change some course of actions and the baby is again back to the happy state so let's talk about some of the general things that you can do how about taking a small walk outside if possible we all like the change in ambience isn't it sometimes the baby is bored being indoors they are totally dependent on us that if we take them outside then they can go outside stroll can distract them very easily if the weather doesn't permit then just stand in the patio let them see cars trees birds sky some new sights sounds and smell may act as a distraction sometimes they want to be just cuddled and nothing else Babies do have expectations even though they like free play but still the need to be picked up just like that they might come to you crawling and will ask you to pick them touch stimulates receptors in the brain that calms your baby and research shows that long soothe strokes tend to work better than short brisk ones try caressing your infant's cheek back legs or stomach After a while they will be busy again in their play. Talk. The familiar tone of mom's voice is one of the most effective soothers for babies. Speak quietly so your baby isn't overwhelmed. Sing calm and slow songs such as maybe lullabies. Don't force them to eat if you see them sleepy. Sometimes babies change their routine. If it is their lunch time but they are sleepy, then let them take a nap. That way they will they will get up fresh and eat their lunch happily. No more tear session then. Happy baby, happy mommy. Massage. The warm touch of your hands can console your baby instantly. Be aware of your baby's clues. If he or she fusses stop and try again after some time your baby's foot is divided in different zones by applying pressure to certain areas you will be able to soothe and comfort provide providing relief from discomfort while bonding with your baby i will try to explain it in words uh, but i would definitely recommend if if you would like to do a google search on that so that you know you can have a proper picture in front of you before you you try this method so the the tip of the thumb and i'm talking about the baby's foot here the tip of the thumb is the brain that 
that small curve is the head and the rest of the foot that curve is spine so you can just imagine like our brain head and then our own spine then the the area where the fingers are ending and where the foot is starting is chest and then the rest of the part is digestive and pelvic and the where the pinky is that corner is neck the last thing that i have tried and when i read it somewhere and i gave it a try and i was surprised to see it its effects is chanting the om mantra i saw a video on on facebook and in that a dad was holding his baby close to his chest and he was chanting the om mantra and the baby went to sleep how magical isn't it they say om has the mystical powers and it has a calming effect the vibrations coming out of the chanting can help you and your baby and your body to relax and i tried this with my son and it worked so as we are moving towards the end of this episode let me just give you a quick reminder cuddle skin to skin contact talking stroking or change in the ambience playing some music and chanting the om mantra always remember that crying is a normal part of your baby's life and after some experimentation you and your baby will figure out how to calm her down together you will work as a team very soon you would be able to decode what your baby needs i tried my level best to explain you the things that can help in handling a colic baby colic is one of the great mysteries of baby's life and it puts new parent in a stressful state but if they can decode their baby's clues and act accordingly then the situation will not go out of your hands but always remember if you have any doubts or concern do not hesitate to call your doctor it is always better to be safe than sorry so i hope you found today's topic informative coming up next is how to deal with new parent anxiety till then stay blessed stay happy happy parenting hello everyone first of all my apologies for the delay in publishing the fourth episode last week was packed with a lot of fun for me and my family I was on a vacation with my family, my parents, my sister and my niece. We celebrated our son's third birthday. He wanted a fire truck cake and I'm glad I was able to see a big smile on his cute face when he saw all the decorations as per his wish. Fire truck theme. But now, after all that fun, it's time to get back to work. This is the fourth episode of our series parenting one step at a time. I hope you must have checked the first 3 episodes and I hope you have liked it. New parents get overwhelmed with the surprises, changes in their routine with the arrival of the tiny human being, their bundle of joys. We are going to talk about new parent anxiety today. But before that, let me introduce myself to all the first time listeners. I'm Alpana Dev. I'm your host. I'm an author of A Girl in the New Town, a blogger at mothersgurukul.com, content creator, and a mother of two lovely kids who are my greatest source of inspiration for all my parenting articles, blogs, and now podcasts. Welcome to Mother's Gurukul podcast. The moment a couple discloses the news of their upcoming edition, advice start coming on their way from different sources it doubles when they actually experience the moment of holding their newborn starting from how to hold the baby safely up to what to feed them how to feed them and the list continues no doubt any new parent need guidance as everything is new to them 
they don't know how to react sometimes if the baby cries too much they get anxious thinking that something is wrong with the baby or they did some mistake experienced advices comes handy in those moments but a new parent is already going through a lot of unknown factors that if there is an overflow of advice it is natural for them to get scared and parenting seems like an impossible task to them there are times when they even think is it going to be like this forever will it become easy during that phase what they actually want is support a calm atmosphere that will keep them calm and composed it's natural to freak out when your newborn starts wailing you would have have to have the nerves of a bomb squad pro not to let it get to you but with a little experience that's just what you will develop or at least you will get close to it there are few ways which might help the new parent in dealing with their anxiety and keeping themselves cool first of all find some me time i always stress over the need of finding some me time it might sound like little odd asking you to spare some time for your hobby when you don't have time for yourself but believe me it works even though it will not be 2 3 hours at a stretch but take 30 or say 60 minutes out of your entire day those 30 to 60 minutes should be yours do whatever you feel like doing it can be anything going to a stroll talking to your dear friend reading a book with a cup of coffee or tea listening to your favorite song spending time on your hobby it is very important to de-stress yourself by doing something you enjoy you will be amazed to see the effect of this mini me time throughout the day along with the me time exercises is equally important personally i enjoy walking in fresh air when my daughter was born and then when my son was born my walking time used to be my me time exercise will keep you fit flexible and energized if you want to start meditation then go for it it will calm your mind and you will stay focused you can even play some soothing music who won't love to listen to some soothing music music can have positive effects on your overall personality and quality of life as well you will feel happy throughout your day Don't forget that don't try to be a superhero. No one is expecting you to run a one man show. If you want to save some energy then learn to delegate. It is tempting to try to take on the super mom role insisting on doing everything for the baby from diapering to handling pediatrician's appointment. But pause and let your partner take some responsibilities. Now the next point is I know many of you must be uh must be thinking or you must um you, you may think that you know why she is saying this when internet today is kind of our answer to all our questions so yes my next point is step away from internet we feel google has all the answers If you have any anxiety about something it's pretty easy to go to the internet and find confirmation for that worry you track down information to validate your concern which only intensifies all those anxieties so stepping away from the internet is one strategy and if that doesn't work then there are some techniques or therapies like mindfulness or the cognitive behavioral therapies If you are not able to handle the anxiety then these treatments are effective in managing the anxiety. Mindfulness helps people learn how to have a thought, accept it and turn their attention elsewhere. And cognitive behavioral therapy CBT allows patients to become part of the problem-solving process, teaching them how to challenge overgeneralized thoughts and adjust their moods. Talking to other moms 
can be a very effective resource in coping up with the new parent anxiety there are a lot of local moms group but again don't try to find those groups on internet and don't try to interact with those other moms uh, through internet again you are you are turning your attention to internet and that's what we don't want sometimes just by spending time with someone who is sailing in the same boat can make you feel better and give answers to many of your doubts it also make you figure out if your level of worry is normal or not sometimes it let you look at the situation with fresh eyes now when i'm saying don't search for such groups on internet then where to look for them maybe your local library you can if if you if you want to start taking your little one to story time they have programs which are specifically meant for babies so there you can find moms of uh, your same age group or their babies or of the same age group as your as your kid and then maybe you can decide of meeting at a park of taking or taking your babies on a stroll so when i'm saying find local mom group i mean to say try to interact with them in person according to todaysparent.com our brains are designed to compartmentalized so we can function day to day when you are mired and in anxiety you are in a constant state of overestimating the danger and underestimating your ability to cope with something if it did happen when you second guess the repercussions of every action and run through all the worst case scenarios it can become harder and harder to compartmentalize and harder and harder to function if your worries are preventing you from interacting with your baby or leaving the house then they need to be addressed and if you are already feeling on the edge avoid seeking things that trigger your anxiety on this note let's see the the six thoughts that can trigger anxiety in new moms first thought could be am i doing things right or how do i know what is normal and what is not the other trigger could be am i a good enough mother the fourth one is comparison to others and the last two are time is passing fast and my baby is growing fast i just hold on to the time and thinking about having another baby now let's see the corresponding truths so when you think if you are doing things right remember there is no single right way of doing things you get to decide what works for you your baby and your family when you think is something wrong with your baby remember to trust your mom's instincts and in case of doubt always consult the doctor when you experience mom guilt remember if you love your baby and you keep trying to do your best you are doing things right when you compare yourself with others focus where it matters and where it matters on your life and your family now while thinking of having another baby the first thought is whether you are ready for it and if the answer is yes then the second question is would you be able to give equal love to your second one for this i would recommend you to listen to the first episode of this series and in that i have discussed in detail the thoughts of having a second baby and the dilemma of the parent when you think that if you would be able to give the equal time to your second one or not it is not just the actual time and effort involved in caring for this tiny creature that makes it so tough to find time for yourself says uh, um psychologist and a mom pamela kirst there is also an instinctually based psychological drive 
call primary maternal occupation that focuses your life on the relationship with your infant appreciating this can help you find ways to nurture and care for yourself directly so this was all about how to handle a new parent anxiety i hope you enjoyed this topic and if you are a new parent then these tips might come handy to you in the next episode we will talk about sibling love and how to prepare your child for a new sibling till then stay happy stay blessed happy parent I hope you are liking this series so far. I've already mentioned in my previous episode when we talked about how to deal with new parents anxiety that we will be talking about siblings in this episode. I'm pretty excited to discuss about this topic. But before that, let me introduce myself to all the first time listeners. I'm Alpana Dev, I'm your host. I'm a blogger at motherscircle.com, an author of A Girl in the New Town. a freelance content creator and a mother of two lovely kids who are my greatest source of inspiration for all my parenting articles, blogs and now podcast. Welcome to Mother Circle podcast. The minute we read or we hear the word sibling, the first thought that comes to our mind is unconditional love, isn't it? The secrets that we share with our sibling. the the golden moments that we share with our sibling is is hard to explain in words if you grew up in india then you would remember the surf excel ad in which brother didn't mind to get soaked in the muddy waters just because his little sister's skirts get dirty or the the cadbury celebrations ad in which brother saves his pocket money to buy a bar of dairy milk for his sister as a rakshabandhan gift Do these commercials struck a chord? To me, they do. I want to watch them over and over, not because those kids look cute, but because the relationship, the bond between brother and sister shown is cute. Brother sister bond. Hmm. I used to and I still wonder why these commercials are not picturized with two sisters or two brothers. Why does it always have to be a brother and a sister? Well, no matter what combination is shown, but the bottom line is sibling bond is always special. I have one sibling who is 4 years older to me. I call her Tai. Tai means elder sister in my mother tongue. She is my best pal, my secret keeper, my guide, and a patient listener to all my silly talks we have shared many late night talks which our mom is still trying to decode what we used to and still talk enjoy shopping together you know i still remember i used to tell my mom that don't send me with her as she will forget me somewhere eating out watching movies and what not i want to relive those days again and i'm sure we all do isn't it I am miles away from my sister but thanks to WhatsApp and thanks to social media that allows us to still continue with our long talks obviously with kids late night is not possible now but we save that for our in person meet that I have just experienced as my sister and my niece were visiting us and they left a couple of days back when um when we say that i have become a mother now i see my kids growing together i see the two siblings growing together sharing golden moments it's like life fast forward so yes now i'm a mom of two the combination as shown in the commercials a girl and a boy i call it a mixed doubles my kiddos are 8 years apart many have asked me when my 
second one was born that how does it feel to go back to the old mommy role once again and my answer was i'm an experienced mom now the first time was a learning experience but now i can enjoy it when i see my kiddos getting along with each other i feel content and happy as i said my kiddos are 8 years apart it is definitely a slightly larger gap than the usual but when i see my little one following his elder sister in everything she does this gap doesn't seem to matter i am living outside india and my kids do not get a chance to enjoy the company of their cousins they miss out on many family occasions when they would have gotten a chance to meet their extended family if we were in india but having a sibling fills the vacuum which they would have felt being all alone after all a sibling is someone with whom you don't have to be formal from whom you can learn so many things with whom you can share secrets with whose presence you learn the meaning of togetherness it is the bond which is so special that words fall short it is that bond which can sail us through the tough times sad moments it is the bond that only siblings share when i when i talk about my tomorrow i see myself as a satisfied mom who is happy to give her daughter a sibling mom who can only think of all the wonderful years of her kids upbringing mom who can only say to other couples that giving a sibling to your elder one can be a personal choice but if you see a bigger picture then that is the best gift of the lifetime you can give to your child these were my thoughts on sibling love that i have narrated through my own experience do you have any such memories i'm sure you must be having many many memorable moments now coming to the next part of this episode is how to prepare your child for a new sibling every family gets excited when they hear the news of their new addition bringing home a newborn is a little different experience the second time they start to think of all those things that need to be taken care of before the baby arrives one of them is preparing your first child for a new sibling with the second baby you are likely to wonder how your older one will react to having a new sibling which is very natural every child feels their soul right on their mommy accepting the fact that soon my mommy is going to be shared by someone else other than me is quite hard that that doesn't mean that you know they don't they don't love the sibling but accepting it is tough their little brains are not able to process this new information very easily we have to help them to do that so what can we do first of all don't think they will understand when the situation arrives never think that spend lot of time together reassure kids you love them forever they will never be replaced tell them they are going to have a lifetime gift in the form of a new sibling talk to them it sounds easy right but sometimes it's not it is the most important point you have to dig in to know what's going on inside their brain not all kids are expressive and at such moments when they are trying to adjust with this news they either show their curiosity by asking a lot of questions or they go into a shell thinking that mommy will not be spending time with me yes because that's what come in their mind also their friend circle or what they get to hear outside the house plays a very important role in building their thinking with all of the changes that a new baby is going to bring some other kids might struggle as they try to adjust so try not to let them anticipate the future prepare them in advance prepare them in different ways every child 
has a way of understanding things depending upon your kids maturity level you can pick your way some like things to be told through examples others by asking questions have patience and answer their questions to your possible extent involve them in the preparation for the baby they feel important when we ask for their inputs in preparing for the new sibling it can be anything deciding name picking baby stuff have lots and lots and lots of patience they will not open up very easily about their feelings make sure and make them feel comfortable that they can discuss their queries with you be prepared to answer the same question over and over because like any other complex concepts this topic will also take some time to grasp let them know about your stay at the hospital sometimes we don't know how long we might have to stay at the hospital but give them a rough idea about your stay and more important that they will not be able to accompany you there and now coming to the most important point tell them how important they are in their sibling's life when they know that they hold a special place in their baby brother or baby sister's life they feel honored also they might be picturizing themselves playing their sibling from day 1 so make it clear about the waiting time for that moment but what are the other ways to have fun together you can only explain it to them these were my experiences on how to prepare your child for a new sibling these were the things that we have followed when i was expecting our second child these were the things that i have explained it to my daughter that how the things are going to be different but for good and luckily all of them have worked i have followed almost all these pointers with her to prepare her for her baby brother so are you a second time mom or have you already experienced this phase how did you prepare your first child i would love to know that in the next episode we will extend today's topic and further discuss about a single child dilemma before saying goodbye i would like to tell you that i'm truly enjoying this series and sharing my thoughts with all of you but to make it even better i would like to know what you feel about it please let me know through your feedback let me know through your comments you can you can comment or you can email me uh, through my social media and you can reach out to me through my social media accounts i'm giving the description of all my social media accounts in the description box don't forget to check it out and if you haven't subscribed mother's circle podcast until now then please do so till then take care happy parenting bye bye